Hello and welcome to the Virtual Cafe, which is the Shekulala Salami Show. Who have I got here? You have Thor Conklin here. Oh, hi, Thor. Okay, now I just have to ask, Thor, is that actually your real birth name? No, actually, there's kind of a funny story behind that. It was a nickname that started about, oh, about 18 years ago. I was misbehaving in a pub. Uh, <laughs> a good friend uh, owns it. And uh, apparently, I was having a little bit too much fun one Friday night. And the next week, I had stopped in for a beer. And he said, you know, you were having a lot of fun last night. And, or I'm sorry, last week. And I said, well, that wasn't me. He goes, well, it certainly looked like you. I said, well, it must have been my twin brother. He goes, oh, you know, I've known you for a while. Who's your twin brother? And the first name that came to mind was Thor. Now, I had never used that before. It was, yeah, it just, it just came out. And the really interesting thing was it started to stick and people started to call me Thor. And then I ran into and I found a statue. It's called The Self-Made Man by Bobby Carlyle. And it's an incredible statue. It's a bronze where this man is carving himself out of a block of granite or, or bronze or stone with a chisel and a hammer. Hmm. And to me, that is me and that is Thor about waking up every day and figuring out how to remove everything that doesn't belong. So Thor's actually become really my name. It'll actually be my legal name this year. I was really? born. Yes, yes. I'm going to change it to uh, to Thor. My first name is Randall, but okay. I've never been called Randall. It's always been Randy. And ah. of course, yeah. Whenever I go to the UK, uh, I did a lot of cases years ago. Exactly. They're like, "Hi, who are you?" I'm like, "I'm Randy." <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that's exactly the reaction I would get most of the time. And uh, so it's. Uh, I'm it's sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. For the listeners that don't get the inside joke, I'll have to uh, Google that. Hi, I'm Randy. <laughs> so Americans don't get it, then I take it. Yeah, no, 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 no. I literally, I've been called, you know, Randy for, you know, since I was a little kid. So, uh, so my, my given name will now be, uh, Thor Randall Conklin. Right. But okay. you can just call me Randy. <laughs> right. Okay. But then the Americans would not know why I was laughing, would they? No, no, not at all. Okay. There's a lot of Randy. <laughs> Okay, just give me two seconds. I'm trying to juice. You know when you just laugh so much and then your cheek muscles are aching, right? So just trying to. Yes. Okay. I did not see that one coming. I totally did not see that coming. Rehearse that, but that's uh, that's that's the deal. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So let me tell you a little bit about who I am and what I do, and then that'll the cheek muscles will start to uh, relax a little. Yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> Sorry. It's no. just one of those things I did not see it coming. But yes, I, I, I've got my straight face on now. Yes, so tell me, Randy. <laughs> so I have a consulting firm. I'm a profitability consultant. And what I do is I help entrepreneurs and C-level executives figure out how to create more profits within their organization. 
And I do that through a step process, which is peak. If you take the letters peak, P-E-A-K, the K is the knowledge. We've got to start with the knowledge. Then what we end up doing is adding in some accountability, real accountability, which then leads to the execution, which is the E, which leads to the profitability. So I really help people take concepts and ideas and things that they want to execute on, figure out how to remove the obstacles, get the execution, and then get the profitability. Uh, authors. Uh, I work, work with uh, someone that's writing a book right now, and they're kind of stuck in the process. So that's what I do. Fabulous. So now, okay, so tell us about this author that you're working with. Like, how, how do you think you can help authors? Well, yeah. Well, well first of all, let, let's, let's get clear. He's an entrepreneur that wants to write a book in order to help his brand, right? Like a lot of entrepreneurs. Yes. And, you know, he's got a day job, right? He's not sitting and he's not a full-time, quote-unquote, author. Yeah. And he understand, okay, I've got to run my business, but at the same time, I want to get this project done. How do yeah. I allocate out the time to make sure that I, I spend the time writing and, and what's necessary to get, get this to my, uh, my editor? And, you know, it starts with the basics of, okay, what does your calendar look like? First of all, are you running a calendar or are you just kind of winging it? And I find a lot of times people don't like to put structure into their days. And yeah. if we don't schedule it, you know, what happens? Everything else fills that void, right? And the execution just goes out the window. So mm. starting mm. first to say, okay, how many hours do we want to spend a, a week working on this book? Okay, five hours. Great. Let's get the five-hour increments into the calendar and just make it like an appointment. You and I had an appointment today to meet yes. at this time, this, this podcast. Well, yeah. that, and it's really easy to keep appointments with other people, right? But we have a tendency not to keep appointments with ourselves because we allow other things and other influences to get in the way. So really starting with the basis of, look, keep your commitments to yourself. And one of the things that I do a lot of work around is what I call micro commitments. Yeah. You know, it's really hard to keep our commitments for a month, a year, you know, a lifetime, but everybody can keep a commitment for a few seconds or a few minutes. You know, if I said, look, let's not breathe for the next five seconds, we both can do it, right? No big deal. But if I said for yeah. the next five minutes, we're going to be passed out and there'll be dead air. <laughs> Nobody will so I get the entrepreneurs and, and the would-be authors to just make a commitment for today. When you wake up and you set your calendar for the day, key is set your calendar, just say what you're going to do today and really just commit to that and, and not let anything get in the way. Don't let uh, the whirlwind or, or life kind of get in the way because there's always something that is easier to do than sitting down and writing. There's something always easier to do than... Um, planning out your, your outline for your book and, and doing that research, commit to yourself and just for today, do what you said you're going to do. And then tomorrow you can do anything you want, but again, wake up the next day and make that one day commitment. Yeah. No, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I know I do tend to sort of play it by ear um, a little, uh, you know, a lot of the time um, being a mom, because, you know, sometimes, you know, you just want to do something and then a little humor, you know, she just passes along and then says, Oh yeah, I need attention. And, you know, and that kind of goes, up in the up in the air but you know from a profitability um, point of view and i understand you know sort of being accountable to oneself 
Um, but then how does an author, because again, a lot of time, a lot of times authors think, you know, if they put, click publish, be it on Amazon, be it on Live News, wherever it is that they publish their books, they kind of just think, yeah, okay, I'll just, you know, just close my fingers or just, you know, tap the table and, you know, money will start, you know, coming out. So, you know, from a profitability point of view, what sort of recommendations will you make? Uh, yeah, first of all, understand why you're doing the book in, in the first place. You know, I had a, a another client actually that was putting together a book and I said, okay, wh why are you doing the book? She goes, well, yeah. to, to make money, <laughs> right? She said, to make money. <laughs> Okay, that's a, that's a great idea. How are you going to make money with the book? Are you trying to make money off the book sales or are you trying to make money off of this promoting your business? And she goes, no, I, I'm looking for making money off the, the book. I want to sell the book and I want to make money from there. I said, great. So what avenue are you going to go down? Are you going to go down the self-publishing uh, avenue? Are you going to find a publisher? What, what's, what's the game plan here? And have you spoken to the various uh, players? And there's going to be different costs involved in each of those. It's going to be more difficult, obviously, to get a, a, a publisher to do it. And what she realized was, at the for her, it wasn't so much about making money on the particular book, but what it was going to do for her overall business. You know, what sort of speaking opportunities uh, would be generated as a result of the book? Uh, I learned just, oh... I want to say about five years ago, I had no idea how well speakers did as a business. It is a really lucrative business just to get up in front of people and speak. And I, and I do that now. I have my own events and I, I do that for other people as well. And as she started to really look at it, she goes, she realized that it might take her a while as an author to yeah. become, you know, to, to make money off of selling the book. But there was yeah. an tremendous opportunity to make all kinds of money surrounding just by being the expert in that area. She's a, she's a fitness, she's a fitness mom. How can I explain this? Her lane is very narrow. She helps new moms, uh, po post, uh, uh, delivery, get back into shape okay. and how to do that with, with your baby at home. Uh, and it's a great, and she does a, a wonderful job. And it's like, this is perfect. It's a, it's a narrow niche. You're not trying to be all things to all people and yeah. you're helping mom because you've been a mom. She's not, you know, uh, so many people I think, uh, become experts in an area because they read something about it Yeah, and they really haven't gone through it. I mean, she's gone through it and she said, I need to figure out how do I get back in shape after being a new mom? And yeah. she's got an incredible drive that follows her. Uh, and now the book is helping her become that authority in that space. And speaking is growing. Matter of fact, she's in Jamaica right now um, working with a whole bunch of people uh, in this particular lane. So find out why you're doing it and then go deep into that and realize that there's other areas to produce profitability than what you think of just selling the book. Yeah. Okay. 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 Now that sounds that sounds good. So let's say, um, like for instance, I don't know if you're familiar with this lady. She's Chimamanda. I always forget how to pronounce her last name. Adiche. Um, you know, she gets a lot of speaking engagements. You know, because she's a quote-unquote feminist. Um, so let's say a fictional author, right? 
how can they try yes. because again book sales are one thing but i think what it's sort of almost like an endless loop it's like you know the more publicity you get then the more book sales you're likely or potentially going to get so let's say a fiction author what kind of publicity or you know speaking engagements or you know sort of almost setting him or herself up as an expert because i don't think it's still just fiction well yeah look as an author if you've already gone through the process and you have published a book in any area guess what you're becoming an expert in well and publishing books right so true you know how many people out there want to uh create a book don't know how to do it the the, the specifics of how to do it mm. there's a yeah. huge problem out there simply just start helping people create their own works yeah how do you form how do you form the story what is the structure what is what happens when you you know it is four months into the process and you're just you know you're just struggling you're stuck you don't know which way to go what have you learned mm -hmm. from your first uh work how much have you learned about creating a book you personally me i think i i do know considerably a lot more than i did you know two years ago right right and if i was writing a book you know i would need advice from someone like you it doesn't matter that my genre might be execution and profitability you yeah. know how to write a book i you could teach me an amazing amount of uh of stuff so just because you've gone i i think fiction and nonfiction. um and regardless of the genre, there's so many overlaps that you can be such an amazing resource for people that are going through it and haven't been through it. They, they need a mentor. They need a guide that have, has walked down that road. Yeah. No, that is, you know what? I think that's probably one of the best things that I've heard this year because, you know, I on another episode of, you know, the, 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 the podcast, you know, and someone, you know, was trying to explain that um, authors can do more to increase their book sales by, you know, giving speaking engagements and coaching. And I think the other guests couldn't really understand it. And I think you've just put it in such a succinct way that, you know, yes, you've published a book, you've, you know, you've, you know, you've done your first book and you've done your second book and you're very correct. That's putting you in line to being quote unquote, you know, an expert in publishing because you've gone through the process, you understand it. So you're in a better position than someone who's only thinking about it. Yeah, absolutely. And look, you know, as a business uh, consultant, okay, my content tends to be kind of black and white, yes and no, numbers and, and so forth. You know, how cool would it be to connect and to, to do a co-project with someone uh, like yourself, okay, that's using stories and, and characters and can, you can meld the two together. Look, how, how do we learn best? through yeah. stories, through yeah. tales. So yeah. The characters in your books, I guarantee you that you and I could get together and go, okay, how could we use this character to show that this is the CEO, this is the president, this is the marketing group, this is the, the uh, you know, uh, the people doing the manufacturing. There's all kinds of integration that you can lay over each other and meld together. The, the, to me, the, the, possibilities are endless it's about getting out of your mindset of this is just what i do i'm just a non-fiction writer in this particular lane there's yes. a 
world of opportunities out there. No, you know what? Seriously, you've just got my my brain cells ticking up. Tick 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 tick. And I'm hoping any other authors, you know, anyone who's listening, their brain cells should be going tick 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 buzz 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 because you know it's like you know practice makes perfect, or you know you sort of get expertise. You know, the more you do something and the more you try something, and you know, then just the fact that you're doing stuff, it then puts you in a better. It's kind of like you know when you're in school. And, you know, they said you want to mentor another, you know, someone who's just started. And the reason why you're being a mentor is because you already sort of have an understanding of the school, you know, processes. And, you know, that's also like a way of saying, well, that the older student is an expert, quote unquote. Yeah, so ab- I think, hmm. yeah. I mean, you look at, uh, I'm looking at your uh, uh, turtle, the, the guy, uh, turtle with the, the, the staff. Does he have a name? <laughs> Um, yes, so it's, well, the Yoruba word for it is Ijakwa, and basically that's just one where the, how the tortoise broke his back. Broke his back. Great. You know, there, there's, there's a, uh, it just reminded me actually, there's a book and I, I'm not going to remember the exact name, but I think it's something, it's called like Eagle School. Okay. And it's a story of all these animals. And they were told that they needed to be the eagle, the guy that flies and is majestic. And they go to this school and the turtle, you know, is trying to figure out how to fly. Well, he obviously is not a very good flyer. Yeah. Uh, the fish couldn't fly, but the eagle can't swim. Yeah. And the eagle can't ball up into a shell and, and protect himself. So each and every one of them had their unique gifts. And it's not about trying to become someone else. It's about becoming the best version of you and then yeah. exploit that and be the best fish, be the best turtle. Be, you don't have to become the eagle to be the top dog. Just become who you are. And the metaphors for business and in life, they're, they're all intertwined. No, definitely. Definitely. I think what you were just saying reminded me of something that I saw a long time ago. If you tell, if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it's going to spend the rest of its life thinking that it's stupid. Exactly, and that that I believe came out of that book, and I think it's something like Eagle School, school or something along those lines. Yes, fabulous, fabulous. So, what about what exciting projects are you working on now? You know, one of the most exciting projects that I'm working on, and it's kind of funny because I'll tell you kind of a backstory about this. I mentor a, bu- a bunch of young entrepreneurs. I'm, I'm part of an entrepreneurs organization. And we were getting to the point where they needed uh, some help. And it was funny because they're like, Thor, can you like just, you know, hold us accountable a little bit more? And I'm like, look, th- th- there's not a, um, you know, whether... It, there's, there's not a, a volume switch on my accountability, okay? It's either off or it's on. And if you're asking me to turn it on, I just want you to be very careful before you to tell me to turn it on because when I do, it's going to be on. So I literally had to go around the room and I said, okay, you good, you good, you good. And I started doing that. And then clients started to come to me during this two-week process and said, hey, Thor, Help us out with accountability. I want to join an accountability group. I want to do this. Hold, you know, would you hold me accountable? I said, I don't do that, right? Have you ever been in that situation when you said to a client, I don't do that? Yeah, yeah. And what I realized 
was in about a two-week process, there was about 13 to 15 people that came to me and said, I want you to do this. And I kept saying, I don't do this. Yeah. yeah. Right? I'm like, hello, hello, ding, ding, ding. You know, men can be a little slow at times. Well, I was slow. And I said, said, before I get hit by a truck with the words accountability on the side of it, I think, you know, God, I'm listening. Okay, you got it. I don't need any lightning struck at me. I'll do something in the area of accountability. And it's really been a game changer, uh, not only for me, but also for my clients. Uh, So I set up an accountability system where people can, for 100 bucks a month, uh, join an organization where I hold them accountable. And it's kind of funny because there's two things that for not doing what you said you're going to do. One is buy during the month or you're incarcerated for 14 days or more during the month. Other than that, there are no excuses. Do what you say you said you were going to do. And I had no idea how much people would love this. It's like, okay, it's like, who who wants to be the the, the masochist here? But I find that it is so productive in getting people to go from where they are to where they want to go. And we do it in a loving way, but it's, hey, this, you're going to do what you said you're going to do. And if you're not doing it, we're going to dig in and see what the problem is and remove those obstacles. So I'm really excited about that because I never had someone, I always try to find a buddy to do my accountability with. And of course, after about four weeks, what are we doing? You know, it turns from, hey, you got to get this done to, hey, what's going on Saturday? Things going good. Let's grab a baseball game. So yeah, it's, I'm excited about that because I'm seeing tremendous results from people that had struggled for years in getting stuff done. So I'm really excited about that. Oh, fabulous. But that, you know, that is really, really um, exciting to hear. And I can almost think when you realize that you, you turned down 15 people, you know, who had, you know, asked you for something and you just think, wait a minute, I could actually do this. That is potential revenue. I've just thrown down the drain. Yeah. You know, and it's funny and I'm really good at it. It just, I think sometimes that we get stuck in this uh, with blinders on and say, I just do this because remember, we don't want to be all things to all people, right? Because that's, that diffuses our energy. I mean, we want to be focused in a niche, but when the world comes knocking and says, we need your special help and attention, and you're coming from the place where you are willing to give and serve others you know, be open for those opportunities. And, and fortunately, I didn't get hit by the truck, so I'm pleased. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's a reminder to stay open to things because opportunity is all around us. Um, just figure out how we can serve people to the highest level. No, fabulous, fabulous. Oh, my good Lord, seriously, I don't think, well, let me not say that now, but it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you because I just feel like you've just opened my mind a little bit more, my mind's eye. Is, is open and it's just really exciting um, having a chat with you. Um, before I kick you out of my cafe, and sorry I haven't offered you anything because my little human, she's at nursery. Um, <laughs> it's so quiet because normally when this little child of mine is not in nursery, right, she likes to make her, you know, her presence known to everybody. Um, so that's why it's been so quiet today. So you get you get the nice special treatment. <laughs> um, and so that's why I haven't offered you any drink. Sorry. No problem. I got Maybe my I'll do that. drink right here. 
Um, okay, so what final words of wisdom do you, you know, send to the, let's put out to the big wide world? Um, my words of wisdom would be take the time to step back for a moment and figure out exactly what you want to accomplish in your life. And make sure that the path that you're going down in your business and all the other areas of your life, finance, relationships, and everything else, are supporting that overall vision. I see so often entrepreneurs getting to places in their business with extreme success at the expense of everything else that are, is important in their lives, whether that's relationships, yeah. family, money, everything else. Make sure that your business is supporting your vision, not you supporting your business. Make sure that you understand that uh, utopia, that, that thing that you're going after and everything is supporting it. That would be my, my best words of wisdom uh, because I think sometimes today we tend to, uh, instead of ready, aim, shoot, you know, ready, aim, shoot, fire, is we just go and we just run and I just see so many people get what they thought they wanted, only to find out that, that that's not really what they really, really wanted. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure having you, um, Thor, and I hope you will come no, back again uh, in a few weeks' time. Absolutely. Anytime you let me know. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be in uh, London in a few weeks. I absolutely love, uh, love your city and your country and um, love it. Anytime. Please let me know. I'll be here for you. I can actually buy you proper coffee, you know, in a nice cafe in London. I love it. I love it. I'll shoot over the information when I'm going to uh, be there. Fabulous. And fabulous. if anybody's going to – Sorry, go on. Yeah. I was just going to say, if anybody's stuck with anything or has any questions with anything, I'm real easy to find on the uh, internet, uh, thorconklin.com. I respond to all my emails and uh, you can find me at uh, Thor at ThorConklin.com is my uh, uh, email address. I respond to all uh, emails myself. So um, if I can help you with anything, please let me know. How do you spell your Conklin? Just because, you know, I know if I didn't say it in my email, I probably would uh, word, wouldn't it? Is it a K or a C? <laughs> it's a C. Uh, C-O-N-K-L-I-N. So Thor at ThorConklin.com. That is correct. And are you on Twitter? Yeah, Thor Conklin, uh, Facebook Thor Conklin. It, it's pretty easy. I don't Fabulous. do Instagram. Sorry? <laughs> I said I don't do Instagram, but uh, LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter, yes, all Thor Conklin. I know. I, I got an Instagram account recently, and I'm really struggling to use it. I feel like a donkey, right? Like I, I got the you know desktop app, and I just can't, you know, just I just feel so old-fashioned. Like I just couldn't work it out. Yeah, uh, and that's another you know that's another bit of advice too. You know, don't try to do everything. Figure out how to do <laughs> ones that fit your business and go deep in them. Don't spread yourself and try to hit everybody. Find out where your ideal customers are and stay there. Yes, yes, I know. It was just, you know, everyone said, I just thought, let's go and see what the hype is about, you know, um, yeah. Instagram. And I went and I just couldn't get my head around it. I'm like, oh, well, I'll, I'll stick to my Twitter. I love Twitter. Twitter is very... You know, me and Twitter have a very good relationship. But it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. And fingers crossed we can see you again whenever you do turn up in London. Um, until then, goodbye and God bless. Thank you. Okay, bye. All right, bye now.